Hey, course creator, this is Chris from Course Wizards, and I recently recorded a training that you're going to love if you're into writing. It's called Apps for Authors. In it, I share 10 apps that will save you time when it comes to productivity and plotting, writing, editing, formatting, and marketing your next book. And because you're a listener of the Course Wizards podcast, I'm making it available to you for free. Grab it at writing.fyi slash apps. That's writing.fyi slash apps. Welcome to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. What is up, Course Wizards? Welcome to yet another episode of the Course Wizards. With me is my co-host, Christopher Maselli. What is up, Chris? Hey, Amit, I'm doing great. I just love talking about courses, and so here we are again. And today we're actually talking about one of my favorite subjects, too. I love this stuff. Yeah, this uh, this subject, the abbreviation, are actually letters from the word course. We're talking about <laughs> SEO. <laughs> SEO, yes, all those letters are in the word course. Oh, that's kind of that's, that's creative. I didn't realize that. Yeah, see how I did that? <laughs> yeah. so, so what about SEO, Chris? What are we talking about today? Yeah, so SEO, that stands for Search Engine Optimization. And what it essentially means is making your course pages so that Google can find you because that's what everyone's using to find you, right? And so if you want to be found, you have to be sure you're doing some tips and tricks just to make sure that Google knows what your course is, where it is, what it's about. And um, uh, it's really not that hard to do, but you do have to make sure that you think about it. Because if you don't think about it, then you just are kind of like you're unlisted, right? So you want to be sure you're listed. Um, and especially here in 2021, why, why is it so important on it? Come on, is it important in 2020? I, I guess so. <laughs> Yes, uh, absolutely. It's important in every year, I feel like. We heard a lot that, you know, everything is moving to search. I mean, to uh, voice search. No one's going to be searching on Google anymore, but that's not true. We still all go to Google for all of our searches or a search engine, whether it's Google, DuckDuckGo or whatever, right? Yeah. Now, the, the I think the main thing is for our listeners, because we are coming from a background of teaching courses, at least most of us, and maybe we don't have that SEO background. To your point, it's not that hard. SEO, search engine optimization, is really people optimization where you write something that people would want to read. But where the search engines come in and that is Google and all these search engines, they don't have the time to sit and read your content, right? To figure out if they can rank you or not. And back when this started, a little brief history, right, Chris, is when it first started, it was easy to rank because Google had this, their first algorithm, version one was, if someone has a lot of links, that means their they page must be really worthy of ranking because they have a lot of links. Yeah. So people abused it. People just started buying links from link farms where you could get like 300 links pointing to your one article and boom, you're on position one of Google. <laughs> I remember those days. Right? Over the years, it, the algorithm has gotten more sophisticated. Google looks at a lot of things now. They look at inbound links. 
but not just the inbound links what's the quality of that links are they all coming from like a casino site or a adult site if so and your blog is about fishing something's fishy <laughs> you know something's wrong yeah. yeah 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 something something's really fishy there so it has to be relevant links coming in relevant links going out where you are also linking out to other authorities in your niche and also on top of that google is also seeing is your content answering that question that the user is searching for so a lot goes into it but if you do this on a day to day basis it it doesn't feel like a lot because this this is what naturally people do right they write an article they'll be like Here's my article about how to find the best fishing rod for bass fishing, and now they're going to look at other bass fishing sites and link out to them. That's a natural thing to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when you're talking in terms of why it's important, twenty twenty one, you're basically saying it's important because it shows Google that you have the authority to teach this course, right? That. Yeah. There's a lot of other people out there that might be teaching on the same thing, but you're the one who has authority because you've taken the time to make sure that your listing, if you will, is exactly what it's looking for. Yeah. And so that was a brief history and I forgot the point <laughs> why it's important is, yeah, exactly. What no, you no, said. that's good. So yeah, it, yeah. Google so is still looking at a lot of those parameters, but it's also seeing who you are and how's your writing style and if you're answering that person's question in the best possible way yeah yeah so so when you're creating your sales page and your course you want to be sure that you're including what we might call some of the bare minimums of search engine optimization the first of those is the title of your really your course as well as your page that it's on right your sales page and of course we're t- of course if you write blogs or any articles, you would also want this reflected in that too. But let's say your course is about training dogs, right? Dog training. You would want to make sure that somehow those words are in your title and in the title of your course and in maybe the titles and subtitles on your page, the different headings, because Google's looking for those words. And if they find those, it's going to get their attention. Right. And in technical terms, you're talking about H1s, H2s, etc. And to those who want to rank on Google, Chris, you and I know this, writing one sales page, no matter how long it is, it's not going to rank you. So we had talked about this in past episodes, should you be blogging, go back and listen to that. Uh, Chris, uh, maybe you can look up the number I forgot. But uh, or we can also link it in the show notes, but go back and listen to that. You, if, if you're serious about ranking, because you will be getting a flood of organic traffic just for free, the only time commitment is your time, then yes, you, you follow all these things. And this is just skimming the surface towards the end of the episode. We'll tell you some of the resources that Chris and I like to go to for learning SEO but you know, having those uh, H1, H2 tags, having paragraphs, have, making sure your images have correct alt tags, this is all called on-page SEO. So if you nail that down right, and I don't want to scare our listeners, you can do this on <laughs> even on a simple blogging platform like Medium or whatever course platform you're using also has blogs, just be consistent with it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so you have it in your titles and in your headings, and then you need to make sure it's in your descriptions, in your keywords, even in your URL, right? 
You want to make sure that in that URL that it's got dog training because Google will look for that too. So yeah. is this how, how you talked about ease of doing this? How easy is it, Amit? Yeah, so I personally use WordPress. And for our WordPress listeners out there, the two big players in the market, one is Yoast SEO plugin and the other one is Rank Math, which has probably overtaken Yoast by now. Yeah, it's uh, really a good plugin. It is. It's just phenomenal. Uh, the th- things you can do in there and some of that stuff even I don't understand. Uh, it, you can get very technical with SEO. So I'm, we're going to leave the technical part out of it. But if you're not on WordPress, um, maybe, you know, Chris, you have used New Zendler. Uh, even New Zendler has it, right? Yeah, yeah. If you go to, for instance, if you create a page on New Zendler, even if it's a sales page, they have a box that you can click on and it'll drop down and say, okay, what are your keywords for this page? And what are, what's the brief description of this page that can show up in a listing? And, and they have, I don't know, I want to say seven items or so that you can fill out. It's just a way to go ahead and get that information in there for Google to find. Uh, and it's kind of like using a WordPress plugin in that sense, only it's on New Zendler. And so there may be other teaching platforms that have a similar kind of thing. The point is, it's just good to have some way for you to get your SEO on as you create those pages. Yep. And then uh, it was actually episode 74 where we talked about should you blog about your online course? Yes, yes. Now, I, some of the resources... Sorry, go ahead, Chris. No, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm glad you found that because I was looking for it myself and I didn't find it. <laughs> 74, <laughs> the, huh? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And some of the resources that I personally love to learn about SEO, one is Brian Dean from Backlinko. He is like my go-to guy and his YouTube channel is amazing too. He talks and helps you understand SEO in a very simple, user-friendly way. Uh, Then you have Search Engine uh, Journal. Uh, Income School is another good one. They have an annual membership, which I believe is like 500 bucks a year or something like that. And then also Moz. Moz is a software that people use for keyword research, but they also have their own YouTube channel where they talk about SEO. Yeah, there's a lot of good resources out there. You do want to be sure you get one that is... Um, well-respected and regularly updated because some of them can, you know, SEO is something you have to stay very up-to-date with or (laughs) you'll be learning bad information. Uh, My favorite is digitalmarketer.com. You can check that out too. But any of those are good, good resources. So Chris, you want to wrap us up with uh, a quick recap? Yeah, so basically we talked about how important SEO is for your courses and that SEO is basically making a way for Google to find you so that they can list you. Of course, it's very important because we all want to be seen and it's a way for you to stand out as an authority in your particular field. So be sure as you're creating your pages, you look at those headings, your title, your descriptions, your keywords, right? Look at even your URL. Make sure that those things are set up with the keywords that you're going to use so that Google can find you. And whether you're using WordPress or a course platform, there are usually plugins or features that allow you to find or to put in uh, those different SEO terms so that Google can find you. And then, of course, we listed some of our favorite um, resources such as Brian Dean, Income School, the Moz YouTube channel, Digital Marketer. They're all very good. Uh, Check them out and learn more about SEO. 
Thank you, Chris. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to the Course Wizards podcast. This is Amit and Chris signing off. Remember to rate, review, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already done so. And we will catch you next week. That's right. Keep creating. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.